Edouard accused me of being an anxious person. I just wanted to say that I need to pump up myself a little bit before coming up, otherwise you'll be all sleepy, especially if there's food and wine on the table. So let's get going with what we're here for today, really. We're here today to talk about emotions. Uh, and uh, the main topic that's been requested from Nadine, Nadine is the business manager, we want something on emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence. First, let's define what's intelligence before going to emotional intelligence. Let's agree together what is intelligence first. What do you think is intelligence? Smart. Smart. Uh, but I need a definition, a, work, a working definition that I can take and do something with it. Because I don't like introduction because it's not important the degrees that I have or where I have been. What's important for you here today is what is the value that, that you're going to get out of listening to me speak? Perception. Perception. Perception of hearing. Yes. And? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Why? Yes, that's that's a totally different so, uh, discussion for another day. I would love this discussion, but that's for another day. Yes. Superb. That's uh, an excellent topsit, uh, Laila. What we want. Intelligence, by definition, is your ability to take what's in the environment, what you know, and solve your problem with it, to thrive. And usually, when scientists test intelligence, they test their ability to survive and thrive on problem solving. So we test which an animal is more intelligent than other. On They give them certain problems to solve, mazes to solve. And intelligence is based, really, on your ability, yeah, if you're intelligent, you are able to survive. That's basically intelligence. I'm smart, I have a high IQ. IQs did not do anything for IBM. IBM stopped using IQs by the 60s because we had so many engineers who are extremely good at writing formulas, sending rockets to the moon, but they cannot sell this idea to anyone because they don't have the interpersonal <coughs> intel communication skills. And this is where the emotional intelligence part came in. You need to be intelligent about the emotions. Leish, why? Uh, I prepared a few slides just as a description, as an illustration for you to make the point. We all want results. That's why are, we, why are we talking about emotional intelligence? Just to discuss it? Of course not. We want to know how to deal with those emotions and what can be done. And that's my life quest. I've been trying to find uh, uh, answers for this since I was 14. Uh, we all want results. If you want results, you have to do things, right? Where do you think the results come from? Where do you think, if, let's say, if you want results, it's either you say to yourself, I can get them or I can't, right? It's possible or not. If you say I can get them and you persist, persist, persist towards them, chances are you're gonna get the results, right? Plus or minus, but you're gonna get some of the results. Not either zero one, but you're gonna get some. So if you persist, you're gonna get there. What makes you not persist? If that's something that you want, really. You want to quit smoking, you want to diet, you want to be in a relationship, leave a relationship. What, what stops you? We, as human beings, we uh, uh, learn through our educational system that to rely much, a lot on logic when we're making our decision. Logic is different than reason. Where do you think our decisions come from? Logical or emotional? I have a question. This is a question for you. Why? Why do you say so? Emotions. Why it's emotions? Emotion drives us because mean how anybody here does not believe or does not understand evolution? I'm talking to an educated crowd, right? Excellent. In evolution, we evolved 
We have the limbic brain, which is the reptilian brain. Nihna was ayat, lizards have it. It's called, in fact, they call it the lizard brain. This lizard brain has all our instincts. The baby, this is not developed frontal cortex. This is developed actar. Immediately starts to feed. So instincts for feeding are there. And other instincts I'm going to talk about. So this drives your survival. All your emotions come from this stem. This is the lizard brain. This is where you're not conscious about what's happening. This is automatic. This is stimulus response. When you, if you uh, step on, a, on your cat's tail, will the cat say, oh, Johnny, that's my tail, and it's painful, so I immediately, right? Why? Because stimulus response, because the response is coming from here. This is why you are still alive today, because you have this. This is your early warning system, with evolution. In, ev in evolution, in human evolution, we started, all species started with this. Ma mammals have what we call the mammalian brain, and human beings have the frontal cortex. This is it, where our logic. This is where you know that one on one equals two. This is where you know that you should not be smoking or eating that food. But what wins? The logic of not eating that sugary cake? Oh, the pleasure of getting that cake. <laughs> Especially after a boring or a tiring day, right? Excellent. So what drives us? We need to agree. Emotional intelligence starts by accepting, first of all, understanding the reason for emotions, why they're there. Some people think that emotions were plagued. They even call negative emotions. There are no negative emotions. That's the case I'm making here today. If you want to take one thing out of this session today, is there are no negative emotions, and this is the case I'm making today. Thank you. So we don't make our decisions based on logic. We make them in prime, initially on, on uh, emotion. Let me uh, uh, redefine that. Your first line of decision is the emotion, because it's the immediate stimulus response that takes you out of danger's way. For example, if, some, if, if a lion is, comes running or a dog comes running next to me, I don't have to think whether, oh, is he ferocious? Will he eat me? My lizard brain kicks in, adrenaline kicks in, I'm out, maybe I'm out of the harm way. They take. Logic does not fit in here. If I apply logic, I will try to find out or reason with the dog. Does not work, right? So this is why you're still alive today. When, when you have a reflex, you're falling down or uh, traffic stops and you hit the brake quickly. This is not working. Your lizard brain is working. It's keeping you safe. So this lizard brain has a job of keeping you alive, other, among other jobs like alive enough to reproduce, right? If you don't uh, understand evolution, go educate yourselves a little bit about it. Let me prove to you that logic is, is superseded by emotions when we have decisions. If you've been to some universities, they do this as initial test. This is what we call the trolley problem. Let me explain. You are this person, right? You are this person. Five people sleeping here. They're not awake. The train is coming without brakes. If they don't, the train will kill those five. But you have the opportunity of deviating the train, derailing the train, not derailing, deviating the train's path to this place where one, only one person is sleeping. So you have a decision to make. If you pull the lever, one person will die and you would save five. If you don't do anything, five people will die. That's a definite. What will your decision be? Who will save one? Who will, who will kill one to save five? Come on, come on. Lahzana, it doesn't depend. He's not, he's not your friend. They are talking. 
They are total strangers and they are harmless human beings. They are worth saving. Nihak, they are worth saving. And Haram Alek. Come on, let's. I have. My time is running out. Okay. You'll kill one. Logic says what? Okay, you're all sure about your decision and you'll probably do it. Why? Because now you're using pure logic. You're detached. Same problem. Same scenario, but instead of pulling a lever, now you have to push that person in front of the train. Actually physically touching them and pushing them. What's your decision now? Come on, decide. You will not. Why? If the decision, the logical, reasonable thing to do is to save one, is to save five and, and, and sacrifice one. Why has this decision changed when the execution method involved you touching the other human being? Thank you very much. Now the emotion is so real for your brain, it's flooding your brain, your decision is totally different. The same happens when you open the fridge and you see this cake. The lizard brain say, eat it, eat it, we want sugar, we want sugar, we want to run, maybe there's an elephant, uh, 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 lions will hunt us, we need sugar. Your conscious brain, when are we conscious brain? <laughs> your conscious brain is saying to you, no, you should not eat. You're getting fat, you're getting fat, uh, sick curry, whatever it is, you should not eat. Who wins? Exactly. So what, what you need to be intelligent about is that this is your primarily survivor tool. So there's no negative emotion that is given from here. This sends you the feelings of pleasure that ah, I want that cake, I want that woman, I want that, 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 that. And it will also send you the, the feelings that you consider negative, which is pain, hate, anger, sadness, fear, guilt, you call them, you name them. My case here is to try to persuade you to stop using the word negative with emotion. Why? Let me give you an example. What are emotions? Nothing by in evolution stays with the species unless if it's not serving a purpose for the survival of the species. Eventually it withers, it goes away. So why are emotions still with us while we can, like the, Mr. Gibson said, Gibson, right? Yeah, said that we, uh, uh, I remembered your name, but I forgot my sentence. <laughs> That's who, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so the, the lizard, <laughs> goodness gracious. The lizard brain knows, let me, let me put it this way, the lizard brain knows that you shouldn't do things, but this, tells, uh, the logical brain says you shouldn't do, the, the lizard brain says do it. How does the brain decide whether to do this, or this thing or not? Like you've seen, the more the emotion is high, the higher the emotion, like in the trolley problem, because you touch the person, the more difficult is the decision. That's why it's so difficult to decide when it comes to your kids. I don't coach my son. He required coaching at a certain point. I never coached my son. That's why a doctor don't, doesn't treat their own kin, their, their own uh, relatives. Why? Because the emotional component is so high, it will impair their judgment. When they have to make a decision to save the, 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 the patient or maybe let him go, cannot be taken. I'm not talking about coach. I'm talking about, about the, the, the doctor problem. So our behavior, I'm running out of time, our behavior is dictated by what emotion is there. If you want to know more about this and research it more, research the CBT triangle. 
It's called the CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy Triangle. You know Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. I'm, I'm sure you invited some guests about this. It's called the CBT Triangle. This is the basis of how we do our work as, as, as coaches. Your behavior, your mind, before doing any behavior, your mind has to decide on what to focus. Out of all what's happening here, I can focus on the distraction there and get upset. I can focus on Nadine filming and, yeah? I can focus on the person who's interested and give some more. Regardless where I'm focusing, wherever I focus, it will dictate my thought process, right? Whether distraction, distraction or maybe whatever, or let, I wanna talk to that, or whatever it is. It's my mind is focusing on something. Whenever my, your mind focuses on something, all your mental energy will go there. Please don't talk about energy. Oh, your energy and your chakras. Let's stay in the science and the critical thinking part. So energy, your body, your mental energy, your mental processing will be going towards where you focus. So if you listen to the news, if you have on your Twitter feed news all day and, and uh, alert and use your mind is bombarded. Your focus is automatically twisted, shifted towards what you call a negative, something that worries you. War might be broken, a murder. A blah, 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 a, 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 a. There, eighty percent of news is bad, right? It's not more. Eighty percent of love songs are about heartbreak, so don't listen to love songs. You don't get the heartbreak feeling, yani, really. So energy flows where your attention goes. So the first thing you need to do is change your focus where you want to feel. If every time I go to a place I feel bad, you know the story of that grandma. I went there the last day, they raped me. I went yesterday, they raped me. They said, uh, what are you gonna do today? I'm going, <laughs> right? So you don't complain about something if you don't like it. Uh, focus will Immediately, whatever your mind focuses on, I focus on that person eating. That person is eating. I'm focusing, my mind focused on that. Immediately my mind asks, what does this mean? This is the first question that's asked, but you don't hear it in your head. It happens unconsciously. Your mind needs to decide what to do with this situation. Is it a threat to your survival? My survival depends on doing an excellent job, right? Here, survival tayla masari wa So as the distractions, my mind considered it as an not something good for me. So if I'm focused there, depending on the meaning that I give, if I said, well, it's about dinner time and people are hungry, Jamie, they need a snack. How do I feel about that person? But actually, eat, eat away, eat away, eat your heart out, right? But if I, just, if I think, think about it, it says, right? I can say that, right? I have the choice. How will I feel then? You tell me. Angry, upset. How will the communication go? Very bad. So my behavior is, does not come from a vacuum. It comes from how I felt just before the behavior. And this feeling is only dictated by the label, the meaning I gave to the experience. Give you some experience, some, exp some, uh, some examples here. All right? If you find, uh, you go to your home, and you find like a 50, 60 years old man stealing from your kitchen, things from your kitchen and running away, but you catch him. How are you feeling about this person in your house before you caught him? How do you feel about this person being in your house? Come on, come on, quickly. Very bad, negatively, right? All your uh, survival instincts kick in. If you have a gun, if you're a fighter, you'll fight. If you're a runner, you run and you call the police, right? But then when you caught him, 
you notice that his wife and a small child waiting there for the bread. He's a kind of Jean Valjean story, right? How do you feel now? I can you're almost crying, man, <laughs> right? How do you feel now? What changed? The event is still the same. Everything you've been stolen from, you've been, your house has been broken into, but now the meaning that you're given to the event itself changed. Therefore, you feel differently, maybe compassion, and you'll give that person money or, or bread. If you are a compassionate human being, maybe, maybe not, but that really depends on the meaning. Now the question becomes, where the meaning comes from? Where those meanings do come from? You'd think, you'd like to think that you are getting those meanings from here. We'd like to think that. Our brain is extremely mechanical and most of the learning and the labels and the attributions that you have on things, on, on God, on religion, on politics, on people, on women, on man, on equality, on anything, any opinion, any belief that you have has its roots in your conditioning period before seven years old in the imprint period. So any meaning that you have, all right? Is it good for a man to marry four women? That really depends how, what, what, what law do you follow? Even if you follow that law, but you are in a European country, polygamy is not okay, all right? So it's not, nothing is good or bad by itself. What I want to get at is any emotion, this is really the, I still have five minutes. Uh, uh, If you say, don't worry, I'll focus on the worry. <laughs> and I'm going to be. <laughs> so, uh, what I want you to take from here, really, there are no negative or positive emotion. Any emotion is what we call an action signal from your unconscious mind, your lizard brain, for your body to do something for your survival. Let me ask you a question. If someone is coming at you shouting and you get angry, right? Is it good or bad? They tell me you're a coach, you shouldn't be angry or anxious. That's the, 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 the worst thing that you can tell anyone is to suppress any emotion they may have, including your kids. I'm not saying that they should be shouting in anger all the time, but listen to this. How do you know that you're hungry? How do you know that you need food? You get a feeling of hunger, right? That's a feeling, sah? How do you know that you're thirsty? Feeling. How do you know that you, that you need sleep? So your mind communicates your body's need through signals, emotions. What is, the, what is the purpose of fear? The purpose, when you feel the fear, fear is a state, it's not an emotion. Your body is flooded with adrenaline, testosterone, and all the hormones that will help you either fight the situation or flee from it to survive. Without fear, you don't have adrenaline. If I don't have that anxiety, I don't have that and I'm not in the mood. I need to pump myself to get into the state. So what I'm saying is you don't have emotions, you do emotions. You do emotions. You do emotions by the meaning that you choose as the actual meaning for the event, right? If someone is gay and talking to you, right? You maybe have very normal and naturally like you're dealing with anyone else, and that's the, the way it's supposed to be, or you may have a meaning here, a prejudice, a belief system that you got either from society, religion, or whatever, that will filter your communication. Even if this person has done no harm to you, you have no business with that person, but your prejudice will kick in, 
And what will kick in also is what we call your parental programs. Everything you heard your parents or figures of authority talking to you are imprinted in your mind before seven years old, and your mind is relaying, relying on, the, in, on those meanings until today, unless and until you have changed that meaning. And that's what we do as coaches. How do we get people to alleviate their feelings and, and move forward towards the result? They say to themselves, I cannot do or be or have these things here. We, ha we, ha we actually have a formula that we teach here in our, in our coaching school. We teach coaches how to work with this formula. It's science-based. We, not to go in details, if you say, I cannot do that here, uh, I cannot open a business in Lebanon, maybe in Dubai. I cannot uh, be that person. I cannot be a lover. Or I cannot have that kind of money. If you say, I can, you'll do it. You, the end result, you may get the result. If you say, I can't, you won't get it. Where, where's the difference between I can or can't? It's in the feeling, right? It's in the facts. I cannot open this business in Beirut because the inflation, blah, blah, blah. If there's data, then there's no feeling. Then business-wise, you shouldn't be doing this. It's a factual decision. There's no emotion attached to it. But when you want to quit your job that you hate, that's a negative emotion. That's supposed to tell you something, that your survival is not okay. You're maybe surviving, but you're not thriving. You're not happy. You're not getting enough of the good hormones. You're not getting what we call the strokes. We don't want foot alayon, but tafasil. So what you do is you try to get your strokes elsewhere. You go to clubs like this, where you feel important, where you feel that you're contributing, because you want your strokes. We call them your strokes. Those strokes makes you feel safe, and that's what we want. But because of that, we need to feel safe at any time. And the feelings of fear and, and uh, anger and uh, all those what you call them negative, the guilt, the shame, everything, they serve a purpose. If I feel guilty, it's because my mind is telling me I'm ruining something here and this relation may get bad. And that guilt is, hey, I apologize. You forgive me. Guilt gone. Serve its purpose. It's not negative. On, on the contrary, it's positive. Because if I don't feel it, I will not feel, I will not do anything about it. But what happens? We, including myself, we have not been educated about how to deal with emotions. If we, if we say emotional intelligence, intelligence should be taught in schools. In fact, the case is even worse. My daughter is in high school, in a Catholic school. I was surprised to know that until for all years, evolution is not mentioned in their curriculum. And how, how do will they know to, how to deal with their, uh, with their feelings? Not only that. They do the emotional blackmails with them, like fathers, like parents. Parents without them, without negative intention, they emotionally blackmail their kids. If you're good, I'll give you a cookie. So you learn that cookie equals pleasure. If you're good, if you conform. So you are, you get trained that when you, you want, you get angry, you get scorned. So this is painful for you. Your brain learns not to get angry. So you learn not to say, not to get angry. All right, you boil them inside and they fester inside and eventually you break down. Or you stay on Prozac which is not the solution. What is the solution? The solution is to acknowledge that our brains are mechanical. What? I don't have emotions. Allah nobody let me say it in Arabic. I like to make you feel uh, unhappy or happy or miserable. You don't have emotions, you do emotion. You, do, you feel miserable because you think miserable thoughts. When you see a situation of someone dying in the street, you can have two choices. Either pity them and, 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 and say, hey, the world is unfair, there's killing on the streets. 
Or come on, go help the guy. Be in the Red Cross, do something about it. It's a choice. The situation is the same. Bad people, bad things will continue to happen, and they're happening even in much more, in higher rates, let's say. My, our challenge is we need to train ourselves on how to identify the emotion once it comes. Not only in ourselves, but also in others, and that's emotional intelligence. That's what the most important thing. And one more thing that you need to educate yourself about is you think that you understand the world, that what you see is, is the full picture, and from what you see, you can make good sense, or you can uh, take a good uh, decision. Can I play a little game with you, and I will conclude with it, to show you that logic has nothing to do with your behavior? Can I play a little game with you? Yes. Excellent. Put things from your hand, and do, put your hands like this. Come on, come on, come on, yeah, my time is over. All right, like this, everybody. Go, one, two, three. Do this, 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 down. Put them together. Uh, I want the right thumb down. I want the right thumb down. And you go one, and a two, and a three. And now if I, you did not allow me to deceive you, you can all do this. <laughs> and with this, I conclude. <laughs> Your questions. No, I, I'm not, oh, it's not over. There's so many things to say bad, but I will leave time for your questions because that's what we agreed upon and you have a schedule to keep and I respect that and I thank you for the opportunity. So your questions. I know we didn't go full round solution. By the way, Nadine will pass, uh, 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 what, uh, you can put your email address. If you want to receive free stuff around this, I have a full audio program around five hours around this stuff on a day-to-day -day basis. You take it and you do an exercise and you do the second one, of course, it's online a lot of free stuff from this they can listen interviews just put your email address and you'll receive a, a link to those and listen to them if you want your questions if you have Khafu. no no i want a question from your generation why would you say young Go ahead. I have read two books. What, the first one about emotional intelligence by Daniel... Uh, the first book. He coined the, he coined the, coined the term, emotional okay. intelligence. The no. second one he did was social intelligence. No, it's, it's a spin-off. Spin-off, spin-off. Which is very close to the first one. Spinning a book. Okay. We do that. <laughs> uh, that's not my question. Am I no. correct? Is it it's Daniel Goldman. He coined the phrase of emotional intelligence. In fact, is a Bitcoin, and this is what I had in mind, hot, but it's, it's very technical. Because emotion, if you want, emotional intelligence, as he coins it, you need to have four, four uh, uh, be skilled in four things. The first one is what? Zakarun, anybody knows, knows these things? Is self-management. First, you need to be able to, uh, first you have to have self-awareness. What is self-awareness? Is understanding the nature of the feeling that you're feeling. Have you felt jealous before? Of course. Right? Have you felt jealous before? What is jealousy? Jealousy is fear of losing your partner. So you boil them down to fear. Emotional intelligence understanding that all emotions that you can talk about behind con, there's actually what we call the wheel of emotion. Emotions, wheel of emotion. There are a million emotions that you can feel. They all boil down to two emotions, love and fear. Bravo, like uh, some people say hate. 
Love is not man-woman man, love. It's the desire for things. Your brain, in facing anything, asks this question. Will this give me pleasure? There's no question about it, right? Will this give me pain? I run away at procrastinate. The procrastination comes from here. The association that you're making about the topic, which is the meaning. So if you really, which is very helpful. I don't have to deal with a ton of emotions, a hundred of emotions. I only have to learn to deal with two. By the way, do I have to learn to deal with pleasure? Yes, of course, because a lot of people go to a lot of pleasure. Uh, they seek pleasure hedonistically uh, to substitute happiness with it, like pleasure from alcohol. By the way, pleasure is not happiness, yes? Pleasure you get from drinking alcohol, doing sports, or whatever, shopping, but does not last. What is happiness? <laughs> Nobody has a definition. I always ask this question. How can you be happy if you cannot define? How can you reach a place if you don't know what that? Sorry? It's a state of mind, not really. It is the ability of managing the state of mind on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. Facing any challenge, what you do with this challenge depend, will dictate how you feel, whether upset and angry and bored inside, or sad or mad, or just neutral, or maybe excited about being there. I was happy. I've never seen, I haven't seen Abbas for a long time, and we don't have much things in common, but I was so happy to see him. Because it brings good memories, JCI and the, the old days. Right? Although we don't communicate much. So if you want to have good positive emotions and not have negative emotions, do focus more on the things that give you positive emotions. I, I took away all the notifications from my applications, simply because all not, most of the notifications are either bad things or people posting things on Facebook that you're not interested in. Your focus will be changed, shifted, every few seconds shifted. I advise you to take away the notifications. I only let WhatsApp notifications because it's business and my kids. That's the only thing. Otherwise, your focus should be safe. And every time your focus changes, you have to experience the emotion of that state. Can you see a kid dying on TV on the street from hunger and not feel pain inside like your heart is crunching? We, are, we have evolved to care for Kids in need, even the kids of other species. That's why we take care of kittens and, uh, and puppies. It's by evolution. Yes? Uh, what, about, what about them? Uh, what's the question there? Uh, no. Yes. Yes. I have a choice not to deal with them. And there are no people, uh, that, okay, it's a uh, I, I shift my perception here. What I'm asking you to do is shift your perception. The words, stop labeling negative people. There is no negative people. Those people are defending something. Their lizard brain is getting them, uh, making them do this behavior because they're defending their own survival in their own way, the way they know how to defend it. So if somebody has trained from childhood to shout when they're angry and it was okay, they will shout when they're, when they're, high, when they're uh, older. If someone, uh, uh, when, when someone tried to confront their parents something and they get kicked, they learn not to be confrontational. Most of the people who come to coaching to me and Nadine, they have a problem with rejection. Why? Because we, get, we feel rejected from childhood. Our mothers are upset or tired, they hold us. We can't understand language at one year old. Because she's upset, she, maybe she does this. Our mind learns that we are rejected. And if we're rejected, we die as children. We need to be taken care of. That's evolution. We literally die. So we start to associate uh, survival with being accepted. 
And the list goes on of the things, on and on of the things that you're willing to do to stay accepted. So talk about abusive relationship. Why is she still with him? Because at the unconscious level, women, khateen. Man, ra'sal mara, right? Regardless man, But at the same time, there's a part of her who feels her independence, her womanhood, her person. She's smarter, she's people love her. But can she leave him? Why not? Because when you try to leave him, what, now you're making a decision, mazboot? Okay, logic says you, you should leave him. Even the negative emotion of being kicked every day says you should leave him, right? Why don't they leave? That's a good question for you. Because the pain of not finding someone else in their mind is higher than the pain of leaving. Ma'awadeen. Or I say myself a cop-out statement. Amr. I'm 52 and I was asking, telling Nadine, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bored with the coach persona. I want to reinvent things. Let's go. I want to go to Nepal. I don't know, India, Nepal, or on Harley. Just research human, I'm always researching human behavior throughout my life. You can reinvent yourself every day, but you need to understand your emotional components. What drives you? Give you an example. What is, what is one feeling, one emotion that you hate having, but you have been having it almost continually since you were a child? What is that one emotion? You don't have to tell me about the emotion. My question for you, how intelligent is it to keep that emotion bothering you? That's not intelligent, is it? It's standing in your, why aren't you changing it? Because you have not been trained. In the schools, they, have to, they had to train them about, train us about dealing with emotions. Hey, anger, it says that something is not going good. You get adrenaline, you get pumped up, you get alert. It helps you deal with the situation. Yet, if you do not deal with it, if you, if you do not take immediate action, this anger will boil, and your lizard brain, my body, will, your my body will kick in, and you will, <laughs> like the gorillas and orangutans, you will fight your way out of the situation instead of reasoning your way out of the situation. This is what kids need to understand. This is what we need to understand. That any behavior is not the person. The person is trying, his or her unconscious mind are trying to defend their safety in the way they see their safety is being threatened, right? A, a, a long time ago, our safety was threatened with, with, by lions and snakes and eagles and, 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 and. What is our safety threatened by now? Losing of job, losing your partner, and staying, oh, my, my wife died, passed, uh, died when I, I was 38. I, was, I have two kids, two years and eight years. Talk, I was very happy. I say there's no happiness. I was very happy in Dubai and then got cancer. What happened? Unhappy? Sad, oh, if you don't deal with this emotion, can you deal with the, with, the, with the disease itself? Can you have a clear mind to talk to doctors and deal with the situation, try to salvage it? This is why you need emotional intelligence. Did I not feel pain? Huh. Still feel it till today. But that's, that, that pain reminds me of that person who's the mother of my kids. I need to keep reminding them of her. But if I take this pain, oh, I'm a widow, oh, oh. I'll get compassion, but that's what I want. I want to know how I can thrive with the situation. I cannot go back and change the situation and make it not happen, but I can start today and change the outcome differently. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Before age seven, yes. By age seven. 
No. The kit is already programmed. He has a library. It's not his choice. He has a library of what we call permissions and injunctions. Permissions, this is what we deal in coaching psychology. Permissions are what, when you do something, they laugh with you, ahlak, uh, when we're kids. They laugh with you or would say, hey, mahdoom. Then your uh, say if you joke a lot and they laugh, you'll become a jokester in, at the end because people will like you and you'll be accepted with people when you make them laugh because that's your training. But let's say, for example, my mother had five kids and I was one of the twins. I have a twin sister. Us for that war was going on, and I was like today on a kid's actor, more energy, right? So give her a hard time. She cannot manage me well, and bombs are coming everywhere. So she used to tell me, Isabel, moot. If you give me a hard time, I may die. Was that she knew? Did she know better? No. Was the best thing to say to a kid? Of course not. What did my mind hear? as a four, five, six, seven years old, who's just curious, who just <laughs> thinks, why, oh, I'm curious, curious, to the point where I, if I go and do a mischievous thing, I would go to check if she's dead or not. <laughs> okay, but what does, what my mind learned here, that to, to not have your people, the people who, your caretakers, the people you love, you have to conform. So before seven years old, I learned that to stay safe in any tribe, whether it's my colleagues in business, well, schoolmates, well, my family, well, my wife and children, any small tribe, you as Rotary, you're a tribe. To stay accepted in this tribe, I have to conform to the rules. One of the challenges between us and the challenge is because I'm shifting a rule. And it was difficult, but the, you were graceful enough to, to, to shift the rules for me. Right? Because whenever you try to shift any rule, the rule will defend itself because you're changing a status quo, and changing a status quo gets you to go into what we call the change curve, and this is where the problem kicks in and depression kicks in. So before seven years old, surti an hali. Am I capable or not? Ana zaki wala la? Ana bihabuni alam? Can I be loved for me, for myself? Or should I do things? Should I, is love conditional or not? We learn, to put it mildly, we, put, we learn that life is conditional. For society to accept you, you have to be. I'm not talking about the laws. I'm talking about that you don't drink if you feel like to in a society that doesn't drink. Otherwise, you get into trouble. So it's a choice you have. You don't go. You want to drink? Don't go to the society. You cannot stay there and say, ah, I'm suppressed. Find your way out of society or die trying. Uh, to answer your question, my place in the pecking order. Yeah. Yes, values, but, um, uh, va uh, say values because that's the actual word. Okay, now let me, let me uh, stop you here because uh, being gay is not a value, it's not a choice, it's science. A lot of research, I don't know why we're still debating this, that this is choice. Animals don't have a choice, right? Animals don't have a choice. Why do we have gay, gay mutong? Uh, uh, gay sheep or gay dogs or, or gay insects. It's common, just watch documentaries. Anyway, so it's not, it's anything that I see myself to be or not to be have been programmed before seven years old. In fact, the new studies in psychology show it's two years. Two to five and now it's two. 
am I good enough or not good enough? If I grow up feeling that I will not succeed in, my, in business, or I will not be interested, in you. Uh, well, maybe it's fair. Maybe it's fair for them because they had a kid for a mother, so you probably play with them more. Uh, did, did I answer you, sir? Jawabtak. Yes. Can fi Abbas rafa ido min saab? Smah samhine. Yes, Abbas. Yes. Yes. Yes, of course. How, what, how could the, the messaging would be different in one, and, and going back to the statement, I can or I yes. can't do it. So okay. Uh, in coaching, we don't change these things. Uh, where is it? This one. Okay. And quickly, quick crash course in coaching. You can affect change in any part. I cannot do that here. Uh, I cannot be open my own business in Lebanon, here or now. So, had this location, space, or time. You can change Ruhala Dubai, this may happen, your results may happen. But that's a factual data thingy, it has nothing to do with the emotion, right? Or maybe I have a strong emotion against Lebanon. They are prejudiced against, I don't know, atheists or gays or whatever the, the gentleman was, was saying. So, maybe it's a legitimate reason. If you're gay atheist in Saudi, you shouldn't declare it, you'll die. You're stupid to declare it. You'll die, right? So, yes, this is then a justification or a valid reason why you, this person is feeling this way. And this feeling is their action signal to get out of there or conform. I'm not saying they have to get out, but conform. But conform <laughs> doesn't work. You'll have a miserable life. You can. Do change the behavior or learn the behavior. This is the skill. I cannot sell in Lebanon. Learn selling. There are courses. There are plenty of trainers. Education is everywhere today. When I first I made good living selling encyclopedias, 24 books for $3,000, because there was a hunger for information before the internet. Uh, do or be or have. This is do, be, or have. I cannot be that person, that a parent, right, or, or a lover. I cannot have that kind of money. I cannot do that. This has to do with your belief system about your capabilities. This is where you, uh, before seven years old, this is dictated whether you feel you're good enough to try things out and see how they work, and you have strategies to make them work, or you feel, you know, if you're as a kid, you're trying to do anything and you struggle with it and your parents immediately try to help you, you learn that you're not good enough and you always need someone who's bigger and smarter than you to help you with that. And if you learn that, when you come to business, to the office, you'll come to the manager, hey, uh, how can I do this? Because that's your training. Even at the logical level, on here you may know the answer, but unconsciously you'll be driven to exhibit the same kind of behaviors. So the can't has to do with the feeling. If you feel afraid, then you'll not do it. If the fear is not there, Abbas, will you do it? Will, if, other, if other things are equal, if the fear is something afraid of. If the fear is not there, you will do it. So what we do as coaches is not change the situation. We don't deal with content. We only deal with this here. And the best elastic solution is we change the person. We, we have the person be clear about their own values. You said the right word there. When they're clear about their own values and they go ahead and do them, 
they will live happily, happier, happier. And I conclude with that. Thank you very much. I did not I answer the lady. Yes, I take your permission for that. Yes. I'm a psychologist. Yes. 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 Okay. Now, listen, not seven, let's say seven years limit. No, it's, let me, let me, let me, let me say this. Feel imprint period. Imprint period is between one and seven. And then there is the period between seven and 14, 14 to 21. And then lately, they added what we call the business persona. 21, let 27. Yes, my reference for the two years old comes from transactional analysis, Dr. Eric Burns studies and his university in uh, Switzerland. You can actually get a degree for five years to become a therapist in transactional analysis. And those ideas, the imprinting period, have their base in transactional analysis, have their base on this note. Before, uh, Eric Burns can say imprint period, it's up to seven years. And you have to imprint period. Imprint period should be that Correct me if I'm wrong, you may know more than I do about this. The imprint period, what happens there? The brain of a child is like a sponge. It will absorb. If I have a sponge, I put it on wine, it will absorb wine. Put it on oil, it will absorb oil. Whatever their parents or figure of authority will tell them, you're smart, hey, I'm smart, I'm smart. You're stupid. They will take anything on face value because they don't have the cognitive ability to rush to, dis to discuss it or, 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 or di dissect this. Around seven years old, kids become annoying. They start asking tons of questions, usually five, six. Right. When they ask questions, that means they have started to critically think what you're saying. If you say, go to sleep at nine, they will say, why? And now this is how your communication with them will dictate how, whether they, they're imprinting the labels that were not, that were good. Maybe if I tell my son that there's a monster on the roof, he will not kill himself by going on the roof unattended. It's a white lie. It helped when he, helped when he was five, but wouldn't help when he's 22 thinking there's a monster on the roof, right? So this learning needs to change, and this is what I'm saying. Regardless of where, which year this happens, we need to change the learning that is no longer serving us, like fear of rejection. If I call a client and he says, no, I'm not interested. He's not interested in my product. He doesn't know me. He doesn't have a beef with me. He's just not interested in this kind of business deal. Why do I take it personally? Why do salespeople run away? Because this rejection of my lizard brain, they don't like me, they don't like me, they don't like me, they don't like me. If they don't like me, I don't have a place on that table. My place in the pecking order will go down. My survival is threatened. That's scary. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. And I thank you very much.